Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another brand new episode. Very excited to welcome back to the show my dear friend, Jackson Stokes. Uh, if you have uh, been following along, uh, you know, he's been on here talking about some different music over the years. Uh, we've done a big party in uh, 2019. He was a part of uh, Deb, the first Deb stock that I put together as a benefit for my mother. So uh, he's become a great friend over the years, and I was super excited to spend some time with him while he was in town uh, talking about his brand new Passengers EP that is now available wherever you get digital music at. And we're going to deep dive into it, talking about some stories behind the songs. Played a couple uh, stripped down live ones for you. And uh, had a lot of fun. Hope you enjoy this one. I do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri. Serving up all your craft beer needs. Over 25 rotating taps over there. Uh, so they're sure to have a beverage just right for you. And uh, you can come by and get some delicious food. You got your burgers and nachos and flatbread pizzas and pretzels and all kinds of tasty eats. And, uh, you know, we're getting here in the fall. Beautiful weather and perfect for the patio. So come out. Bring some friends and enjoy some uh, the patio, some food, some beer, and some great live music every weekend out there. Uh, let's see. They kick off your weekend uh, at Friendship uh, Thursday night, October 26th, the Singo Bingo Halloween edition. On Friday, October 27th, you got Jeff Walchauser, and Saturday... October 28th, Steve Kyle. Uh, if you can find full listing of concert information, food menu, beer menu, and everything else at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. And don't forget this Saturday night, October 28th, they will be hosting their Halloween party. So be sure to get your costume and they'll have a pumpkin carving contest and Halloween games, and uh, all kinds of fun over there at Friendship Brewing Company. You've heard me mention it on the show, but you need to come see the brand new Friendship Brewing Fly High location located in Flint Hill, Missouri, just outside of Wentzville. And uh, you can come have a real good time over there as well. You got your uh, same great beers, but a brand new kitchen uh, designed by the the fly high kitchen you got your other it's a partnership with some of the folks over at duke's barbecue and uh so great food great beer and a lot of fun over there and you can see some uh, live music at the fly high location on friday october 27th you got terrence wafer and october 28th saturday night you've got uh cory clapper out there Again, you can find all the information and more at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. Be on the lookout for a new location in Hannibal, Missouri. And uh, you be sure to get plugged in with them on your Facebook and Instagram. 
That is it for me, everybody. If you need me, you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Uh, Feel free to email me, rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And with that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode with Jackson Stokes. Um, the podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. Hey, this is Jackson Stokes, and you are listening to Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. This is beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beats is the shame, covers nonstop, never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot could be rock, folk, country, or hip-hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Rock Paper Podcast. Double-decker fudge round, rolling round town, shame coming at you live and direct from ground zero. He's your hero, he's your bestie, Rock Paper Podcast with Shane Presley. Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri. Hanging out today with returning guest, Jackson Stokes. Yes, yes, thank you for having me, Shane. Yeah, welcome back, buddy. This this is cool, man. I always love these. uh, You know, I use this show as a good excuse to hang out with my friends and... uh, and that's the case today, man. We've we've uh, I was scrolling through, looking at some of the old episodes, and we've done a lot of uh, cool stuff together over the years. And mm-hmm. it's kind of fun that they're all documented there. You know, it's between uh, talking about uh, all sorts of different music and playing the songwriter show and uh, doing uh, Deb Stock together and all kinds of uh, fun stuff. But uh, you know, it's just cool for me to see uh that we're all we're still doing this thing and uh yeah. you were doing it at a very high level now and it's awesome to see man i'm really uh proud of everything you got going on right now and so i've got a lot to talk about yeah no it it was really cool i saw your sticker and it said since 2014 yeah and i was like man that's a huge accomplishment you know keeping anything going that long um especially something and i've seen your career grow and everything so it's been fun to yeah i this is one of my favorites to come on because it's like a little measuring stick through both of our careers yeah. you know what i mean and uh so i'm i'm glad to be here and man you're you're coming up on 10 years bro yeah have you th- thought about this uh, a little bit i've been trying to think about what to do i'd like to throw a big old party uh of some sort um i don't know what that will entail but uh you know i feel like a decade and a thousand you know plus episodes of the show it's definitely a cause for celebration so oh very uh, much so we threw a party um last year in july for a thousand episodes um and uh so that was cool to do that and um but yeah i don't know i have no idea what 10 years is going to be but i'm looking forward to it dude presley fast man yeah, all right, yeah. fast, bro. All right. 
Uh, but yeah, definitely. I want to. I'd, I'd like to get into that, move into that level to where I can start doing even small festival type settings and uh, you yeah. know something like that. And I think it would be fun. Yeah. Well, we all we all love dev stock. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So I moved that to, which is why I didn't really do a birthday. Usually, I typically I do a birthday show every summer for the show, mm-hmm. um, which happens to be. It's the birthday of the for the podcast. It was always kind of a yearly celebration, but it always ends up falling around my birthday too. Um, and uh, I didn't do one this year because I did move Dubstock um, from the fall to spring in May for Bring Cancer Awareness Month, and uh, hopefully grow from there um, and have it a more structure or more centered thing, like um, more set now that everything's kind of. Um, moving, moving forward. So, uh, but yeah, so I, uh, I was, I was kind of thinking, well, I don't want to do something right after I want to put a lot of effort into dev stock and I want to do another big show right in June or July. So I took a little break and then it wound up now we're in October. So I'm like, uh, maybe I'll just wait till do a real big one in 10 years. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I didn't want to stretch myself too thin and I get that. that yeah. I mean, you asked me about my St. Louis show and I was yeah. like, oh, shoot. All right. You know what I mean? Like, I got to really, really put it down now because it's gotten away from me. Yeah. You know, and that makes me sad. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm a busy guy, and but uh, that's the, kind of the fun now that getting to, getting to s- sp- spread out a little bit, getting to spread the love around and uh, hitting some other markets and then uh, come home and throw a nice party when you yeah when we can so uh but uh we're here today because you've got a brand new uh ep passengers available now on all your favorite platforms um and we got a big tour we're getting out there talking about this but uh i think uh first i'd like to say officially uh congratulations on everything uh, with your recent nuptials uh getting married uh on your thank uh, you very much so that was uh super exciting for me to see uh it's been a wild month yeah it's been a wild month yeah uh but that was cool you got a little break to celebrate and have a good time and uh uh, I did think it was kind of uh, wild that you got married and then the next weekend Maddie got married, right? Uh, yeah, I was at both. Yeah, so like know? I was just like, uh, and then a year before you guys are all on tour together and stuff, and like you know, and yeah. so it's just kind of funny like all my friends are were getting married. So yeah, Dev got married too this year. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like, yeah, it's been really cool, and I I, I think. Uh, you know, I call them rock and roll marriages. You yeah. know, it's 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 fun. Everyone thinks it's the opposite thing, but when you find the right one, then it just makes the rock and roll even better and better and and uh, go harder in in positive directions. You yeah, know? yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was exciting to see. Some I saw some pictures and video from the night, and it looked like a a really good time. So yeah. I'm uh, I'm real happy for you too. And shout out to my wife Leah. She yeah. she crushed it. She did most of the work on that, and you know you'll see some clips and stuff. And so yeah. kudos to her. She yeah. made the party happen. Were you uh you, well you were in the midst of uh a pretty pretty big run man uh so i I can uh, understand that uh you probably didn't you know besides uh you know through the phone uh, or the laptop or whatever but uh you weren't uh, you were out there uh setting world records uh which was uh wild man you and devin and uh donovan all hit the road and uh you guys uh played 50 shows in 50 states in 49 days right you nailed it yeah you nailed it man which is unreal man that's a that's a heck of a run it it was a heck of a run 
and it it scratches all the Jackson Stokes itches, <laughs> yeah. man, of like rigorous, you know, crazy travel and getting to see everything, a different place every single day. And and you know, for me, it's like now I don't want to do forty nine days straight, yeah. you know, all the time. But but staying busy is a key part that keeps me going on the road. You know, when you're staying busy and you're and you're just focused on the music and making things happen and and doing that show every single day, and then like things fly by and then you're home, you know, you do what you love and then you come home, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so that was the nice part, you know, it kind of went, but, uh, it was long. Yeah. Well, take me, uh, back to that day. Uh, did you get a text or a call from Devin? And he's like, Hey, I got an idea. Yeah. So Dev, we're sit, we're, you know, we have lunch, you know, every couple of weeks, you know, when we're home. And right. so, came to me he's like man i got this idea and i want you to be a part of it he's like i want to do 50 50 states and 50 shows and 50 days or whatever it was and i was like i was like i'm in that sounds amazing you know was it and it was it and purely intentional to break the record or did he was he aware of the record and you know i am and i don't want to like totally answer for him because yeah. i don't know the 100 right. truth but like you know, it was a dream kind of that he had for a very long time. Sure. Yeah. With, without a... When this was... And it was like his fifth... He's yeah, turning 50, his right? 50, yeah, it was his... He's 50 years old. Yeah. You know? I, and so, it just all kind of came together. And on the family revival, he met Donovan. Mm -hmm. And Donovan's another, like, road warrior. Donovan will go do 28 shows in a row just to do it. Yeah. You know? Um, and so he was like, man, I think this is the perfect teammate for it. And they made an EP called rollers, mm -hmm. uh, which is really cool. And, uh, we went on the road and did every single state, you know, the first day we did two states. This is the question everyone asks is how do you get the 49? Right. And, uh, we did Annapolis, Maryland during the day. I think the set time was two. And then we did like a eight o'clock festival set in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. You know, and then after that, it was smooth sailing yeah. besides uh, some really hot days in the south <laughs> yeah. um, in August and September, you know. But it it, it was really, uh, you know, I think when you grow up, you, you know, you dream of doing crazy stuff like that. Yeah. And so, in my eyes, when you get the opportunity to, you just, every day, it's, it's like, all right, let's go, man. You know, yeah. here we are, 32, you know, 35. 42 it's uh it's a beautiful thing <laughs> yeah yeah well uh do you have a, a like a favorite moment or was there anything like uh that really stands out on that run or was it all just a blur uh is it, if, you it, know? It, it's well yes it's yeah. more of a blur but you you do have moments that stand out you know i i surfed for the first time in oh, tybee yeah. island nice which is like as a midwestern <laughs> kid like i couldn't explain to all the coastal i was like dude it's a, like when we get to see an ocean i was like some people work their whole year to go see the ocean for like three days you know I was like, it's, so it's always a big deal to me. And uh, me and David Gomez got a, you know, a surf lesson from Donovan Frankenrider, yeah. uh, who's a, you know, an incredibly famous surfer. So it was really uh, awesome. Uh, but I think the best day was we were in Bayfield, Wisconsin, which is northern Wisconsin. And this venue was like out in the woods. And so no one had service. And, you know, I woke up and. It, people were kind of, you know, it wasn't like great because no one could do anything, but then everyone rallied and we ended up 
you know, hanging out and we set up these chairs and Donovan had this beautiful vinyl record player and we played, you know, um, John Coltrane, like in the woods and just sat and listened, you know, and it was one of those times where we didn't have our usual things to go to. So we had to kind of rally and, and it ended up being one of the best days. And even later on, we went and took a cold plunge in Lake Superior and, you know, that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. That's what this tour was all about is, is the little places that you may not expect to be great and turns out to be great. Yeah. And, and that's what you kind of learn is every place has a great part and every place has a part that, you know, needs a little work or they're, you know, and they're working too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They know it, you know? Yeah. You, uh, yeah, quite the, uh, crew to get to tour with, uh, you guys, um, you know, I'm sure it's like uh, a brotherhood now, like getting to hang with with all those guys, um, and, uh, getting the uh, Devin Allman project, right? Oh, yeah. Getting, um, yeah. so, uh, but yeah, I, I hung with uh, old John Lum not too long ago on, on the podcast, and, yes. and between him and uh, Donovan, uh, there's some pretty solid uh, mustaches going on in that. There is, I that, cannot, you know, there's, yeah, fantastic mustaches. <laughs> we should talk about that. Right. Um, that know. was one of my favorite things about Almond Revival last year with the, when they, I think it was the St. Louis stop here. Yeah. That was his, was Donovan's birthday and they passed out mm -hmm. mustaches and, Yes. I was like, I've never been to a show where I got a where I got a fake mustache. There's so nothing better than getting on stage and seeing like this eleven year old kid or like forty five year old woman with a giant mustache on, just enjoying it. And then they kind of forget that they have it right. on. So you just see them being themselves with this mustache. It's it's awesome. Um yeah, fantastic mustaches. And uh it was kind of a dream crew, you know, uh, all the St. Louis cats from the project. You know, David, I've toured with all over the world. He's one of my best friends in the world. And, uh, you know, we toured with Tonina and we used to play five times a week in Miss Jubilee and right. Schlafly Bottle Works every Wednesday and Evangeline's every Sunday for brunch. Um, you know, that's it's a deep cut there. Right. Shane. But uh, and so ever since then, you know, we've just kind of been switching and working together and um, he's just blazing it up on the road. And so that was easy and then john lum who uh i met john lum through i used to work at a popcorn company called poptions and john lum was this very quiet guy who used to deliver the seed and i would just say hey what's up man he'd say hey what's up and then justin corgan <laughs> later on was working there and told me that he was a drummer and so i invited him to play a gig and he killed it and so but we originally knew each other from our side jobs just We'd like seen each other off and on for a year and a half before right. we ever knew that we played music. Yeah. So he, you know, he was there and he's a rock, you know, and then, you know, I've always loved working with Donovan. And so the best part was I wasn't, I wasn't even worried. I was just excited about the people he was going to bring, you know, it was kind of four and four. And so, you know, we, Matt Grundy, who's an awesome bass player and I just learned so much from him. And then my man, Dan Russo, who's, you know, a great, uh, he worked his ass off on the crew, but he's also just a talented musician as well. And, um, so, uh, and now he's still out, I think on the road. Yeah. I don't, cause he went on a different tour after 50, 50. So Dan, if you're listening, buddy, kudos to you. Yeah. Ultimate road dog. Yeah, man. 
Uh, well, you uh, you got a little bit of time off uh, to celebrate, like I said, the wedding and everything, uh, getting some, uh, and we also just uh, released the record um, celebrating this week, And uh, but you were getting ready to hit, hit the road uh, headlining uh, your own tour, uh, celebrating this passenger's record and uh, heading out there. Um, so I think uh, it'd be good to talk about this uh, record now, man. Like, uh, it's your second now with Devin under Create Records. Yeah. And uh, really sounds awesome, man. I was, I uh, really enjoyed it. I've listened to it uh, twice on my drive over, just giving it a, a proper, you. getting the right, the you know, in the in the mood and everything. And uh, <laughs> and uh, but you you got to record most of this here in, in St. Louis. Yeah, I saw um, a horse. Yeah, it was really cool. You know, when you kind of make a record, you either want to go out of your element. Or maybe use your Pete, like if I, you know, or you have someone come into your element. And so, uh, we did it at Sawhorse Studios because, um, we love Sawhorse. Yeah, a beautiful with, space. I've man. been, yeah, yeah, I've been working with Chris Turnbaugh, um, for a long time. So it's just, I never have to worry about anything there. They're always awesome and consistent, great analog gear. So, um, but then Devin, who's kind of executive producer essentially on this EP, he suggested that Luther Dickinson come and produce. And I had never thought of that idea, but thought it was a perfect idea, um, which is what you want, you know, when people suggest things. So Luther came St. Louis. And what was cool is to have Luther in St. Louis and at our houses. And like, you know, we kind of crafted this, but there was the one element of something outside you know, kind of brought in. And so we did it with Luther in three days. Um, the same band that I get to tour with played on the record. So Ben Bickline on drums and uh, Paul Brackens on bass. Uh, and they absolutely killed it. Yeah, Luther, you know, made sure, you know, was hard on them, but they absolutely rose to the occasion. And I think really showed uh, some, pretty much when Luther left, he was very impressed with St. Louis. Nice. And the caliber of, cats and and professionals we have here so i think that was the coolest part about it um and uh oh my gosh i forgot sorry r scott bryan also attracted live with us nice yeah is um another great friend but also just a great mentor in in this this long game and he's a one take monster at all the percussion work (laughs) yeah yeah nice man yeah that uh did you get a chance to like uh take uh luther around like get lunch at your favorite spot or anything is what do you like what do you for if he's not as familiar with st louis where do you where do you like to take him to well we mainly so we the main places we can show anyone are like lunches and the studio right so it's like south city so like we we have gooseberries or we have el bronco or like yeah um oh man what's another one or we'll get indian or something but el bronco was very consistent so we we love our mexican food um you know i feel like everyone can find something they like it's easy so i'm trying to think of anything i don't think we did emos right that's not really his vibe yeah um but I'll have to ask him, but you don't you don't get as much time. But what's cool with me was he actually came over to you know our house, which you know is in Overland, so it's not like he saw the arch or anything. But he really spent time to be here and hang out 
by the fire and learn who the artist is, you know, and we did a lot of production here. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was really cool just for someone to put their guard down and not, you know, and just come into your home and make it. And, um, but also be someone of, of high musicality and regard, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's a bad dude. He's a, he's a bad, <laughs> he's a bad man. He's, a, good, he's yeah. a really, really good person. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a big fan. And I've been, uh, you know, North Mississippi All-Stars and everything, like, mm -hmm. you know, the, but that was really a treat to see him uh, sitting in on the family revival uh, with uh, Cody also. And um, so, yeah, that was cool to get in, to see him live jamming with you guys and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I'm, uh, the record sounds great, man. I say we give him a listen. Uh, we, let's start with a track, uh, Ride. The the uh, title of the EP comes from this song, right? I guess there's a yeah. there. You mentioned passengers in there. I'm assuming that's kind of yeah. partly where it kind of comes from. But no, exactly. Well, this song, you know, ride is uh is about I like a, something called an all day groove. It's a groove that can just go all day. Yeah, and you can drive along to it or ride along to it. But you know, really, it's about in this life. You know, you can try to control as much as you want, but you can't control anything. So instead of trying to drive all the time, you got to ride and you got to ride the waves. You got to ride what life gives you. And uh, I just hope this song makes it easier to do that. Ride, ride, ride without stopping this long, strange trip.
You mentioned uh, we might be seeing a music video uh, sometime yes. very soon for this. Yeah, I think in the next couple of weeks there yeah. should be a music video out. And so uh, this is, I guess, the next single. Yeah. Yeah, You, uh, I guess the first would be in Gemini, right? Yep. That would uh, let off uh, uh, late 22, I guess that came out and somewhere in there. Yeah, what are we over twenty three? Yeah, it yeah. was late twenty two. Right. Yeah, it was about about a year, nine months yeah. before something like that. Yeah, I remember uh, getting you uh, getting to see you play it live at the factory here in St. Louis, uh, which yeah. was was a nice treat. Uh, that was yeah, that was a special show. That yeah, goes down in one of my favorites. You know, um, that's a cool. It's a cool room, man. Unbelievable room, and they had the, you know they have the name up there, and like you know. It was all my family got to be there, which, you know, doesn't happen as often. And, you know, it was just, uh, yeah, it was really cool. It, it was kind of a culmination of a, of a lot, a lot of work, mm-hmm. you know, kind of come together just for 30 minutes, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but that was a special one. I'll remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad I could have been, been a part of that and in the crowd there and, Getting to uh, cheer you on, man, because that was a cool night, and uh, like I said, it, was, it made me uh, very excited to see the uh, the Jackson Stokes banner hanging back there and stuff. Like uh, getting to open the show up, and and um, but yeah, that's such a cool space. I'm really glad that that's uh, around now. Like I really like what they've done. Uh, I think it sounds great, looks great. Uh, I like the with the seated shows. They have the nice like these nice comfortable chairs down there and stuff yeah. too. So. Uh, yeah, the factory is fantastic. Crew's really great, you know, because I work a lot on a lot of these tours. I'm working crew too. Yeah, so which is another kind of factor I like. Right, well, then so you can catch uh, that uh, Almond Family Revival we've mentioned a couple times. That'll be coming back around uh, in uh, November 25th at the factory. So yes, yes. So if you uh, got family in town uh, for the for Thanksgiving and stuff, take them over there and have a good time. And yeah, please come see. It's going to be um, an amazing show, and I, I think everyone's gonna everyone's gonna like the set list. Yeah, everyone's gonna like the flow. So come come if you if you if you love the almond catalog and the almond what I almost call a genre of music. Then, yeah, then you'll love the evening. Yeah, and a uh, star studded cast of a. Uh, special guest and stuff so it's gonna be a cool night for you yeah uh but you uh you got your own uh like i said you're hitting the road uh celebrating passengers and uh we got we're hitting a bunch of different markets but uh locally in st louis uh you have a stop on uh, november 17th at schmitty's in belleville illinois and metro east over there so uh yes um so if you are in the St. Louis area, and you hear this, uh, come on out and celebrate passengers with us. Yeah, I've always, I, Joe Schmidt and Schmidties, through all their, what, what, you know, even when they change locations, they've always been great to me and heat me up. And I was like, oh man, we got to go. We got to go do Schmidties. And so uh, we don't get to play in the area as often. Um, in a good way, we've, we've, uh, we've made a lot of markets in the Southeast and Northeast. Uh, um and so that's that's where we're going for october and november um it's also a little warmer this time of year so um and uh so we're doing that for the passengers tour but you know we had to do something that i haven't done the illinois side in far too long right you got a couple different illinois stops uh yeah on the run so you know we actually have night shop with yard eagle all right bloomington illinois yeah 
which is the hometown of Jacob Baxter. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, hopefully we, maybe you guys do, uh, I'm sure there'll be some guitar swap, uh, going on on that night. Right. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I love, I love Jacob, um, in many ways, but he's, he's an absolutely fantastic guitar player. And, um, we've been trying to play and, and you know, something always happens or something goes. So, yeah. We we just made it happen. It's gonna make it's gonna happen. So come on out. Cool, man. Yeah, that sounds like a ton of fun. Um, but yeah, we uh let's we did do a couple of live ones here today, which I thought was a nice treat. Uh getting I always enjoy some various uh stripped down versions of these songs. And uh we uh you played uh one of my favorites um until the morning. Yeah. This was, uh, like I said, uh, it's always fun for me. This is kind of how I picture some of these kind of come together. I don't know if that's how you write uh, or if it's acoustic or or how, but like I just uh, picture the, you know, you hanging out down here in the basement or jam room or, you know, or your bedroom or whatever it is and just kind of noodling around until these starts taking form. But um, so I feel like this is as close as, you know, or closer to uh, how it started before we got to the record and stuff. But yeah, um, 
that's always my feeling about it. But uh, this was was a nice treat. And uh, but what would you like to? Anything you want to add to around this song? Yeah. Well, until the morning, it's what it's what starts the record. It's the song that I didn't think would make it on and became every, a lot of people's favorites, which is which you don't expect. But through that, I've actually re- learned to really, really love it. And um, it's just kind of about uh, back in the day when you could you could go out and you can do that and you can't do it all the time. But every once in a while, you, you gotta you gotta keep going out there until yeah. the morning, you know. Yeah. That um, it's just uh very uh just smooth, man. I don't like. This whole record has a lot, uh, um, you know, rides m- more of a r- the rock side, but this, this, uh, a lot of this kind of has these like just more, a little bit almost, uh, you know, kind of the, touching into the R&B, you know, like they're very, yeah. you know, really smooth songs and, uh, and just, uh, it was cool to hear, uh, from you and like just, uh, I mean, obviously it's nothing new and you've you've always had it in your sound but um i feel like luther kind of pushed it in a slightly different direction maybe and yeah well what was really cool was was luther you know luther kind of asked i guess the only way i can say it is an example he goes you know how do you tour and i said well we tour with a trio you know and for for a lot of reasons we can all fit in my van shout out to gracie and um but also we've we've had a chemistry that we've built up for a long time through thousands of miles through shitty hotels all of it and you can't replace that so he was like well we definitely need to have that and he was very insistent on let's keep it sparse to where when you go see the band which had already been you know, like the, the show's already there. The show's, we've been playing these songs for mm-hmm. a long while now, some of them. And uh, when you go see the band, he was like, when you take the CD home, you want it to kind of be the, the same thing. Right. And so there were some choices that were kind of even not hard for me, but like I wanted to play a certain guitar. And he was like, no, we got to make sure that we use the guitar that you're going to be using. You know, and I was like, oh. And so I think it defined the sound a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and made it a yeah a more definitive sound and a more definitive style. Um, that's that's kind of me, you know. And I think that's what you hear rather than here's some songs with all you know. I I don't know. I've I've done it every which way right. badly. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't know, man. It just sounds real good. Uh, makes you feel good, and uh, I think it was a good way to start the record. Um, but. Uh, we uh there's another one I wanted to share from the record and uh we chose to give you the uh studio version of a song called Early Riser and this was uh one of my favorites uh mainly cuz I relate a lot. Uh <laughs> I uh uh very much uh uh, I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing um, probably a lot of this is based on a true story. Uh, yes. And uh, but Stacy, my wife, is uh, she gets up like four thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, she got to be at work by six, and I stay out all night. And you know, like, yeah. So uh, there's a lot of these things like 
and then smelling like an, a club and all, you know, and all this stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, all of my nights working down at Oyster Bar and coming home smelling like beer and everything else. Like, you know, yeah. just, uh, so very much uh, relatable to my lifestyle as well. Yeah. So it's kind of like the ode to the industry worker, you know, because I kind of feel like musicians and, you know, bartenders or, or bouncers are pretty much are we're all in that same industry so we have similar hours and uh yeah the you know you it's just i can't explain how we're like you know you wake up and <sighs> yeah. like even if like you only slept six hours or something you just feel weird because you're like you know it's mid day and but she's cranking and and then you're like all right that's that's why we do it so yep yeah
But yeah, man, uh, another great tune. And uh, you can find it on all your favorite uh, platforms now, like I said. And are you uh, you are you uh, having physicals available? Uh, yeah, on the shows? physicals uh, will be on sale November 3rd um, on Amazon. But they will be at all our shows. So mm-hmm. starting next Thursday, which is the 25th, I should know that. We're in Charleston, so we'll have them at every show. So we will have them at the Schmitty show as well, along with new teacher, new T-shirts, um, hats, rolling papers, all all the stuff you need and love. Yeah, uh, I do enjoy, uh, and I mean, I'm always like in the merch, but it's like I always find it fun whenever you find something unique at the merch table, like. Like a rolling papers yeah. or whatever it might be, you know, like. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I, part of me was like, you think of koozies, you know, right. but I don't, I don't drink anymore. So it's like, okay, what's a little more authentic to me? So, right. you know, without giving too much information away, you know, <laughs> um, no, but it's, it's been really, it has been really cool. And it's, it's just like a simple kind of unique thing and people have been really loving it. So yeah, I'm gonna keep it around. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, uh, same kind of thing. Like I always try to come up with something different uh, with my some of my merch and uh, some of my uh, biggest sellers were like the stocking caps and stuff. Yeah. Like you know, just people people like wearing them because especially around here, it's some cold winters and uh, so they're coming. They're practical and they look cool and everything else. So it's like yeah. so it's it's that kind of thing. Like you find things that people are actually going to use that yeah, and that's that happens to have your name on it. Or that something. is the one thing I did with the rolling papers too. Is I said like okay, if if I'm going to get some rolling papers, like then I'm going to I'm going to have to smoke my rolling papers. <laughs> like there's no there, you can't I can't be using other rolling papers and right. selling that. Like that's not how I'm taught to be a business. <laughs> So I made sure that they were like French fine, organic, and unbleached, and uh, they've gotten rave reviews. And um, they're the only ones I use right. for like the past year. <laughs> so um, you know, I'm doing okay so far. All so right. uh, no, but uh, that's that's part of it. Is if you just have a good product that says your name or your business, then that's what you want. You know, um, I'd rather have that than like, you know. A great design on a bad product, I guess. Yeah. You know. Uh and uh as I guess the uh is it just CDs at the moment? Or? Um yeah, just yeah. CDs at the moment. Um I'm sure we'll look at doing the vinyl thing, you know. Um I would love to do that. I think we'll probably wait till because this is a passenger volume one. Mm-hmm. So so there will be a volume yeah. two. Um, and so we'll probably end up doing a final of both, um, and putting it together. A side, B side, huh? um, A side, B side, they're going to have a little different vibe, Yeah, you know? Um, and, uh, some of the songs on there are from the first session, you know? So it's not like, uh, it's not like we're totally making it new. They're mm-hmm. going to have a similar kind of characteristics and stuff. So, nice. um, I'm really excited about the idea and I'm excited about the contrast too. So. Yeah, man. Well, that's exciting to hear. Uh, some even uh, more new tunes coming sometime soon. Uh, yes. It's all, always working. Always. Uh, uh, I had a, a young man write in a question for you. Maybe uh, this might be appropriate timing wise. Uh, but uh, Brett wants to know uh, where does he find his inspiration and motivation? And 
what's his favorite go-to writing techniques slash process. So uh, I feel like, you know, finding the motivation to, you know, we already have the first collection and then we are, you know, you're working on, like I said, the uh, the next one, whenever that might be, but uh, always writing. Yeah. uh, Well, I mean, well, it's kind of weird is right now, I'll be honest, I feel very disconnected to writing. It's been since 50-50 and coming back and getting married and everything. It's been kind of the longest time since I've been able. It's just like when you haven't used a muscle for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's like I've been self-conscious about it this week. Um, but really, the best way, you know, best writing technique, I think, is to study a lot of things and to soak up. So that means, you know listen listen to records that inspire you mm-hmm. you know take notes of those records um but also spend time in silence you know soak things up journal get things out you know take in what you've been taking in to rack up your experiences and then you can put them in songs that's a lot of it you know yeah. and then also just if you're just playing all the time you're going to have the ones that just kind of pop out and come out too and uh you got to be ready for those mm-hmm. you know so, um, but what was the first question he asked? Oh, he said, where does he find his inspiration and motivation? Oh, I think, I mean, I think motivation is just in a great way. It's kind of my job now. So, yeah. you know, and since it's a job I really love, you know, it's, it's pretty easy to kind of get that motivation, but there's definite times when you have to, completely change your schedule and go, okay, well, for these five days, I got to write, you know, and that means I can't be checking this and I can't be doing that. And I can't be going out. You know what I mean? Like I got to just stay and do it and put your flame, you know, fire to the flames a little bit. Yeah. Ass to the flame. All right. I, um, I feel like part of that too. Uh, I mean, I don't know that I'm a writer or anything, but I feel like, you know, you're saying you haven't really wrote anything in a while, like with being on the tour and everything. And but like, uh, you have to kind of like live a little bit of life to have something to write about too. So like, yeah, you know. So I feel and, like you take in all these moments that you're saying, and like, when the time does come, do you want to? Yeah, and you and you take in ideas too. Right. So there is, you know, uh, you know, there's always like, oh, here's half a verse and here's this. But for me, I need some. Sometimes I need some time when I'm back to like. Mm-hmm put it together and that's that's what i was for yeah. sure so conscious but you're exact you're exactly right you know um you need to you need to fuel the muscles you know yeah. you need to fuel the stories yeah man well i uh can't hear can't wait to hear what's next uh from you uh because like i said this uh ep is a lot of fun man i really enjoyed it and i'm um, excited for the rest of the the country to give it a listen uh, around, you know, getting play live for everybody coming up here. And um, but we do have one more, and uh, this was another live one. This is the uh, closes out the record. So uh, this is called "Don't Tempt Me." Yeah. And um, what uh, what comes around uh, when you think about "Don't Tempt Me"? Well, "Don't Tempt Me" is what I hope to be a groovy song, um, and. Uh, it's pretty uh it's pretty self-explanatory lyric wise. Yeah. It's uh you know, why don't we just say let's be upfront with people and get this stuff done, whether it's you know, 
during the nighttime or like whatever, just there's a lot of context you can take it. But also with this one, it was kind of funny because I showed Luther my demo that I made in my basement and he loved it. And we call that demo-itis where you don't want to get stuck on your demo. But there's a couple things that were like, I hit the right way. And he's like, oh. And so the bass part is actually me playing. Um, and then the guitar solo was the one done in my basement. So it's like right over there, you right. know? And then we just retracted at Sawhorse. Like uh, we, we put it through a board and reamped it. So um, that's kind of been the fun connection with me. And I forget on the studio version, we have our friend Joanna Serenko. Nice. He does the yeah. BGVs, and I couldn't couldn't ask for more perfectly perfect voice for that song. Um, besides her just being a, a badass on her own, but yeah. for that song specifically, I was very thankful she was she was around and gave us her talents. Don't tempt me down, baby. What you want from me? Don't tap me down, baby, what you want from me? Sick and tired of wasting time, like a visual man. But don't tap me down, baby, what you want from me? Said, who am I? Ain't what I want. But what I want, it ain't always good. Said, ask away. Any questions you face You can see the facts Just like I knew you would So don't tempt me down with baby What you want from me Don't tempt me down with baby What you want from me Sick and tired of wasting time Like a visual man But don't tempt me down with baby What you want from me See the quiet girl in a loud dog world Letting her hair hang down so close to me Don't be afraid of what you want to say You know you've got the answers locked away So don't tamper down me, baby, what you want from me don't tempt me down with baby, what you want from me? Sick and tired of wasting time, like a ritual man. God, don't tempt me down with baby, what you want from me? Stop sitting around. It's finally time to talk the walk. Don't be shy. Like a scene in your eyes You wanna scream and shout And let it all out Sit silent screams All we need to know Actions always speak Louder than words So don't tempt me down with baby What you want from me Don't tempt me down with baby What you want from me Sick and tired of wasting time Like a visual man But don't tempt me down with baby What you want from me I 
it's every baby's bone from me Don't tell me, tell me baby what you want from me Sick and tired of wasting time Well I can't read your mind But don't tell me, tell me baby what you want from me Yeah, yeah, she's uh she's great. I really yeah. uh really like her a lot and we've we uh friend of the show and had a lot of fun hanging with, of course, with yes. her and uh and Tyler a while back. So Yeah, man, he's a great dude. Yeah. Uh and you got uh Devin singing on uh Early Riser. Yes. Uh I yes. heard I picked up on that one. Kinda uh, what's kind of an unplanned cameo, but you know, I the 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 high part was just right in his range. Yeah. Like, like I know Devin. I was like, "This is this is your part. This yeah. ain't mine." So, you know, he lent it, and it's been kind of funny because every once in a while, I get a message like, "Is that Devin?" I'm right. like, "Oh, you know it is, baby." Yeah, you know. yeah. It was just cool. Like, you know, it wasn't like, uh, you know, it was just nice. It was a nice little touch. You know, it was like having having him a part of it uh, and being on included on the recording and stuff. Yeah, so. and I think it was what's funny is for him. He just was singing background. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's why he doesn't say feature or anything. Right. You know what I mean? It's just what's funny is fans of him can yeah, definitely sure. tell, you know. Um, and that's the good thing about his voice. But it was, you know, in his way, he was just like, I, you know, I want to lay down this counter thing, which is what I had close in my mind too. So is um, there is there one that made like a a pretty you mentioning the demos and stuff? Is there one that made up pretty drastic change from the original demo or are they all yeah i would say i would say ride you know ride had like kind of an acoustic thing and then because you know ben and paul kind of helped me write the music part of that you know um and because we searched for a groove you know is the melody was kind of there the lyrics are there you know, but we, the big thing was how we're going to keep that groove going. Mm-hmm. And so we just played a bunch of different kind of things. And I remember we searched for it for about an hour and a half and then we found it. And I was like, don't, don't move a muscle. It was right there. <laughs> and they both sound great. And, uh, you know, it's cool when you play it live cause you can see it affect right away you know and those are the special moments you look for so ben and paul i think really transformed that song you know yeah yeah i uh i always like that kind of stuff i like uh when they you get those b-sides or rarity collections or different you know alternate versions of songs and those are always kind of fun to hear like what it could have been and before they ultimately decided what this is going to be the record or this is the version that goes on the record and stuff but uh I I was blown away how much Luther wanted to keep the same. Yeah, so sure. I just took I said, okay. Yeah. I'll take that as a compliment and go with it. You know. And you got some uh some vocals uh opening ride there also, right? And you got to Oh yeah. I so that was my favorite session vocally of that. What we did was we had the river the river kittens at the time, which is Ali. It was Valley Gold and Maddie Shell. Um, and we actually had our Scott Bryan okay. two in there and we set up one mic and they all three sang into that. So it's like a very room sound and they're doing it one take together. Yeah. Um, I wish we could have done the whole record like that, but that takes a lot more time and energy. Um, but they, 
they smash it. It's my favorite background vocal sound on the record. But yeah, that's the kittens and um, R. Scott Bryan, you know, all yeah. together. And that's like, I mean, that's that's as perfect background vocals as you're going to get. You know? Yeah. Yeah, those those two are very good. Uh, um, so yeah, we have both of them uh, out doing uh, solo stuff now. So yeah. uh, uh, different projects. So get out there and support them. Yeah, uh, Maddie's Maddie's um, new record that's coming out is really really great. Um, that's yeah, that's it. That's what I've heard. And it was is I play with her every once in a while. Um, when she needs a sub on guitar and, uh, I get to play those tunes and they're just, they're just awesome. So I can't wait for everyone to hear the rest of that. Yeah. Uh, well you, uh, you can find everything at jacksonstokes.com and again, uh, on your favorite streaming platforms and you can find, uh, get plugged in on your Facebook and Instagram for more info. Yeah. Jackson Uh, Stokes music. Hit the uh, hit the subscribe on YouTube for the music video coming soon. Yes, and uh, Thank you, yeah, man, I'm, I'm maybe I've done this one time or two, <laughs> a couple thousand uh, times. Um, <laughs> uh, I got a couple uh, questions I was thinking about, and I get your uh, take thinking of you know as we're we're going on with uh, uh you know hitting the road and all these things. Uh, um, but. Uh, one I've been thinking about a while, like a, a if there was like a dream dinner, is there like uh, if you could say uh, you know even living or or past, um, is there certain people that you would you think it would be just fun to like spend the evening having a nice conversation and dinner with and stuff? Oh, I, yeah. This kind of all spurred from uh, on Stern Show one day, Dave Grohl like talked about. Um, going to Paul McCartney's house and we're like jamming with him and Taylor Swift. And, and I was just like, it was just kind of a crazy thing to think about these three people hanging out and like, and just like, it's a very, uh, you know, some of those things would be just like, it'd be wild to be a fly on the wall, like in, for that night. But oh yeah, so I don't know. Is there like, um, is there somebody you think that would just be cool to sit and hang with for the night? Oh man. That's a great question. Um, Stevie Wonder would be pretty awesome. Yeah. That would be, and that's, it's not attainable, but that, you know, luckily he's still around, still with it. Um, Man, that's a good question. Yeah. I think, I think I, I think I'd probably actually, I'd, man, uh, Marley would be pretty interesting. Yeah, for sure. They got um, get into f- philosophical stuff. Um, you know, that's pretty. It's pretty easy. That's pretty like right on the nose one. You know what? Actually, I figured out mine. It, it'd be Bill Withers. Yeah. If I could eat a meal with Bill Withers, that would be it. Yeah. You know, just like eat with Uncle Bill. I don't even think we'd talk about music. I think he would probably not want to talk about it. So we just talk about like. I don't know something Sesame Street or something. Yeah, it is his career man is a wild to me that like he like did this and then dipped like he's like you know like yeah <laughs> he went, like it, that's definitely not my route because right. I'm I'm hooked but uh, at the same time I have total respect for that yeah. I love that you know what I mean live your life man mm-hmm. like think of how much 
even just from that, you know, how much heart he gave us. So it's like, you know, live, and I'm sure he got a lot more family time and a lot more other things sure. that he, that he would have had to sacrifice, but he also knew like, okay, you know, sunshine's going to pay my bills. Yeah. So I'm going to dip. You know? Yeah. And, and total respect for that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, uh, that'd be any of those guys that would definitely be, uh, I think, I mean, Bob Marley, like, uh, like you said, some, there's a cool, uh, looks really cool. I don't know if I've seen just the trailer for it, but there's a new movie about him coming out. Uh, like, uh, I saw the trailer before the uh, era's Taylor Swift um, concert. Did you see that? Yeah, I went to watch that last week. How was it? I liked it. Uh, it was cool. Like, I mean, I'm not like a big Swifty, but uh, I do like some of her songs. And uh, but seeing like the the whole production, I mean, is it's impressive. Like, it's you know very cool to see how they filmed it all and everything and just uh yeah. the between all the backup dancer i mean she had like probably 20 dancers on stage that were oh, yeah. like doing wardrobe changes for every song pretty much and like man i yeah i've been thinking that stuff's so cool like like you know whether you like taylor swift or not like right. you gotta get behind so many people going to support mm-hmm like an artist or something that's just like cool you know what i mean and like like people in the parking lot singing the songs the stadiums like that's the stuff we dream about that's the stuff in the 60s that they talked about that was all cool you know and and you know it might not be in the packaging that you know some people want it to be but like that's that's a step forward you know yeah it was wild to think about that she i think she, she filmed that at uh at sofi in l.a and I think she said, I think it's, I read that she sold out six shows in a row there at SoFi Stadium. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is, that's a lot, a lot of tickets. I mean, uh, they were probably sold yeah, out in minutes, Yeah, right. You know? And, yeah. um, but, and then like even the um, movie, let alone, like it are, it grossed nearly a hundred million uh, in theater on opening <laughs> weekend. And like, and, they said that she's estimated to make like four billion dollars on this Eros tour or something like that. Like, uh, and yeah. I mean, like, uh, I don't know if that's whatever. That's like gross, I guess. But like, uh, I don't know exactly how all that works out. But that was some of the numbers I was reading. I was like, man, that is uh, <laughs> wild to think about. Yeah. But but seeing like um, the like I said, all the work that goes into it. I mean this costs a lot of money to put together. It's a big production for sure. Oh yeah. Like so. people don't like people, man, yeah. no one no. I mean, that's like 50 semi trucks. Right. That's like oh, yeah. even more, you know, I mean, I've done tours on a, a tour bus with a trailer. Yeah. That's big. That's a lot of stuff to haul, but you're not even, that's not even a, like a <laughs> radar, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what's, impressive about it you know and yeah there's a lot of overhead <laughs> yeah it was cool to see though like i said it was it was really well done sounds great looks great um so um but yeah i think it would already be i think it's like not the new all-time highest grossing concert film i think i read something like that so yeah, yeah. Um, i figure i was like yeah. that's it's gotta yeah. be before it even comes out <laughs> uh but uh yeah, I um All right, what about uh what about something uh what do you you got uh what are you currently listening to? Like is there any thing that's been stuck on repeat lately uh on 
on your playlist or anything? Uh, listen to. What do you? Uh, um, I. Uh, yeah, something just went across. What was it? No, I've been listening to a lot. Of, I've been listening to a lot of uh, old Sam Cooke. Lately. Yeah, like sixty soul songs that are like two to three minutes. That just don't get out of your head, yeah. you know. Like, um, and just all those. And I remember I used to like kind of hear him when I'd play with Jubilee. And there's this old guy named John Bedrosian. He was an old swing dancer. He'd always come up to me and just start singing Sam Cooke songs. To yeah. Me. And so I always think about him, but uh, lately I've kind of been going and analyzing those and um, yeah. So probably some, some going back, going back and really studying some Sam Cooke. Yeah. Nice. I remember uh, I was just, I kind of mentioned it off mic, but uh, I was listening to Keith Richards on Stern show and he was talking about uh, satisfaction yeah. uh, that, um, that originally Howard was talking about that guitar lick and stuff. And he's like that, uh, he's like, originally I heard it as horn part. And, and then, uh, I played it on guitar, like it goes like this. And then, uh, and then they were like the producer that, you know, they were working with who he's like, that's it right there. You know, like, so it, it yeah. stayed in there as the song is the playing. Um, and then Otis Redding recorded the song. Yeah. and put it in put the horn part back in there like so he played so it was just kind of interesting to hear that otis you know he heard the horn line yeah. and, and, he, and he left it in his version of the song so yeah well even even the texture of the guitar tone right. it sounds like horns you yeah. know the gain on it the saturation yeah um that's awesome so uh, yeah it's just kind of funny to hear like you just think about this the soul songs and stuff like that that era like those but those uh those guys, you know, between Sam Cooke and Otis, and I mean, yeah, those records are so good, and like those, yeah. uh, it was a lot of Al Green, too. yeah, for Al sure, Green. man. Yeah, I, but hearing you say that makes a lot of sense why this uh, this new EP might be uh, as smooth as it is. If you're uh, learning from some of the masters uh, doing it, man, those guys were those guys were yeah. definitely smooth. They, I mean, they just write great songs, yeah. you know. Motena had great songs and great arrangements, you know, there wasn't the technology of you know they had a lot of capability but there wasn't the technology to put so many stuff on there so you you had to like really make things tight and really make things arrangements and pop and and uh i think that's awesome so that's just just what i tried to do you yeah. know i guess yeah. you know, right. in my own way do you uh <clears throat> do you find yourself uh but like on that run for 50 days and stuff like or this upcoming do you find yourself like getting time to put headphones on or, or get, you know, to, to listen to music or podcast or audio books or anything like that? Do you? Yeah, for sure. It kind of depends <laughs> on the run that I'm on. Um, 50, 50 was, there wasn't much time I was doing crew opening and playing in the band. So like I'd load in, set everything up and, you know, and so I, I would always take a nap every day. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, I have my wind down podcasts, you know, I listen to Dan Levitard podcasts and my kind of wine things. And I watch a lot of Seinfeld in Spanish. You know, those are my, those are my two like wind down things. 
Um, but do, re- do the jokes hit as the jokes hit just as hard in Spanish too? Like, the, well, no, I I would say there's some there's some where they just translate it, and you're just like, okay, there's no way I get it because I know the context of what's going on. All right, but um, but also there's you know I I would say more than I expected, but definitely there's a lot of ones that don't translate because they're so subtle, like uh, you know English plays on words or yeah. things like that. They or they'll they'll like make them Spanish plan words or things like that. Do they know? do like uh, Jerry and George impressions and stuff like, or do they just read it like it? Uh, well, they do. They do very animated, yeah. you know. But it's not like I never I never checked that out. I don't. So. Yeah, it's 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 not like the same voices, right? But but Kramer's got the same thing, you know. Kramer yeah. is is like, you know, he's the same kind of thing, you know, and Jerry. <laughs> And George, yeah. you know, so it's, uh, but it's funny. It's just an interesting way of kind of rewatching something and it tries, tries to keep my brain going yeah. and, and trying to get a little better at learning Spanish. So, yeah, Stacy's been doing the Duolingo, uh, app oh, yeah. every night and trying to, trying to practice, uh, learn a little Spanish along the way. Yeah. It's important. I'm, I'm thankful I, I did. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of beat myself up sometimes, I'm not as good, but I also think it's a never ending journey. You know, you never, we're, we still are mastering English, you know, so, uh, but that's what I love. It's kind of like music, you know, it's learning a different genre of music and a different language. And, um, it's, it's, you know, especially in America now, it's, it's, it, it, it's, um, important too. You know, we're interacting with, it's, it's almost a dual, dual language country. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. I uh, I took I slept through like two years of French in high school and I slept through all my Spanish <laughs> in high school. I didn't learn it. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way. So I uh, I f- but I, I kind of wish I would have. I feel uh, that uh, obviously it would be a lot more practical for me to know learn Spanish than than French. But uh, at the time when uh, it was between those two, or you know, I chose the French because I liked the teacher better. So I was like. Yeah, uh, that, that, that was in, well, impacted my decision more than practicality. But I, yeah, I didn't like Spanish in high school and took like one and got like a C or something. And then like in college, my roommate was Mexican. And so I was like, oh, this would be I just like kind of got the bug or something. And I really liked soccer, too. So it was like, you know, and so I would talk to him every day. And and then I've also worked with a lot of a lot of uh, Spanish speaking, you know, musicians and people. So it's been a it's been a good way of uh, a good extra thing to kind of yeah. keep my brain going, you know, yeah, man. and get an insight into some other cultures. You know, I was about we were talking uh, merch earlier um, and various things. I was thinking of another question out. Uh, about uh, say that the day comes along, we get a Jackson Stokes action figure. What would you like to see? Uh, maybe as your possible uh, accessories to go with your action figure. Oh, accessories to go with my action figure. Uh, I mean, you got guitar. You, you got yeah, you got the guitars going. What uh, is there a certain guitar you think you would like to have with it? Probably my white guitar, Joanne. As of right now, I yeah. it. she's a white guitar. Um, her name's Joanne after my grandma. Is that, and is that a t- telly? It's a it's a it's a Fender uh, Strat, Strat, but it's got P90s in it. So I'll I'll talk. Sorry for anyone that doesn't understand this, but it's got P90s in it, which are different pickups 
than a strat. So it sounds a little different than a normal strat. So it's, it's a, we call it a Frankenstrat, which means it's a lot of different parts from different right. places put together, but it's got a vibe. So, so, uh, but I'd probably have that. I'd probably have an espresso cup. Um, and, um, I mean, how many hands do I have here? What's, what else? Is you can, there? you can have any, any, uh, accessories you want. Accessories. Yeah. They're, you know, oh, oh, I definitely, I definitely have a can of sparkling water. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's probably, there's probably a J somewhere. We're getting, uh, we're getting wild with some watermelon, we uh, are. sparkling water tonight. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Let's... I already cracked mine, but. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> ASMR. Yeah, let's man. go. <laughs> uh, but uh, pretty, pretty wild, man. Pretty for a school night. Yeah, hitting, for the, school hit, night. hitting the sparkling water pretty hard. Indeed, indeed. So I'm, you know, trying to kick back. Yeah, but uh, it's hard out here. Yeah, man. life's hard. <laughs> gotta stay hydrated. <laughs> gotta stay hydrated. Um. Well, man, this has been incredible. Uh, I really appreciate you spending some time with me, and uh, I always uh, enjoy these chats and getting to catch up with an f- old friend. Um, yes. Yeah, it's wild, man. Like, I was, think about how long we've been uh, friendly now, buddies, and all the cool stuff, like I said earlier. But uh, it's cool, man. I'm excited to see where this thing takes you. And, uh, and we're, you know, we're- we're still here, man. Yeah. Chasing our dreams, yeah. doing the exact same stuff we've been doing and smiling. So keep, that's beautiful. Keep on grinding. Yep. And uh, but yeah, again, get plugged in with Jackson on your socials, jacksonstokes.com, uh, for all your tour dates and tickets and um everything else. So um passengers EP available now. But uh thanks, buddy. Thank you, Shane. And, uh, we'll see I you appreciate soon. it, man. Yep. Heck yeah. Bye, everyone.